Get yes, it. yes, yes, we back. You already know Streets is Watching Podcast Volume 1, Episode 3. I know it's been a minute, it's been a minute, but you know I had some death in my family. My mom's left first and my pops left, so I'm back. I'm feeling better, and I'm back. I got my family with me. I want everybody to introduce themselves. We're going to go one by one. We'll start with my right. We're going to go just like this. Let's get it. Yo, 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 what up? I'm the big cuz, Jermaine, a.k.a. DJ Nights. Uh-huh. Yo, 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 it's Sophia, a.k.a. Fia Girl. Uh-huh. How we do? Yo, 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 this is Andy Says with the news, bringing it to you. Uh-huh. And last but not least... It's Nay, y'all. I'm uh, in the building. Yes, yes. I got my family and my friends with me. You know, like, at this time, you know, I just have to be around family. I've been in New York for some time. And I know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I do miss Atlanta. I miss home. But it's nothing like where I was born and raised. I had to come home, you know, just be with my loved ones. And I had to do what I had to do, you know, be there for my family. Because we going through a rough stage right now. You know, losing your moms and your pops. It's, it's rough, but... Won't get through it. It was my this was my first Mother's Day celebrated without my mom. So it was rough, but you know, better days, more to come. And it is what it is. Clap it up for Mama T one you know time. What I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I appreciate that because man, whew, yesterday it was like, all right, how do I go about this day? And it was more like, all right, should I just sit down and chill in the room? Or is it like, should I go out and go kick it or celebrate? And I'm like, yo, you know what? Honestly, I know my mom. She wouldn't want me to be sad or nothing like that. So, honestly, I just hung around family, ate some food, kicked it, and just joked in. How was the food? How was the food? The food was good. You know, it was one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I definitely got some jerk chicken, some rice, some vegetables. What you saying now? Woo! It was definitely hitting. I can't lie. It was definitely hitting. I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate that meal. I can't even lie. Definitely. But, you know, it feels good to be home, you know. It's, it's been a while. And, you know, like, even though it's, it sucks while I'm here, but it feels good to be home. You know, it's been too long, but it is what it is, you know. Well, we missed you. I miss y'all, too. I can't lie. And it feels good doing my podcast yes. with family and friends. Like, it really feels good. Honestly, like, it really feels good. You know we got to get into some shit. I got a lot of <laughs> people on this show tonight. Listen, oh, we got to get into some shit tonight. We're going to talk about everything. Like, listen, so this is how we're going to do it. I'm going I'm to I'm break this down. This is how I'm going to break it. All right, so I have Miss Annette sitting here at the table with me, right? Miss Annette is my mother and my father's friend. They're good friend, right? But also, she's a speaker in the church. Excuse me, um, what you say, pastor? Uh, elder. Uh, elder, okay. But, you know, she speaks in the church, right? So, I mean, I don't, you know, even though this is my podcast and everything, I'm not going to try to curse, curse as much, but... We got to get into some good shit, though. Like, we got to get into it. Like, you know, like, it, I'm going to be myself. You know, like, she's more like an aunt to me. So I'm going to be, I'm gonna be more be yourself, of myself. Be I got to be myself. But it just feel good because yesterday we were sitting in the house and I was asking her, I'm like, what is the difference of, like, in the church? Like, it's a, it's still mixed crowd. Like, how is the mixed crowd on the outside? Me, I was explaining, I was never in the mix in church, meaning, like, I wasn't looking for chicks in the church like how I'd be looking for chicks outside of the church. Like, I wasn't the guy you wasn't inviting to the second service or the USA Diner link up after. Like, I wasn't that guy. Like, I'm, I wasn't with it. Throwback USA Diner. Yeah, like, I wasn't, I wasn't that guy. Like, I wasn't that guy. Like, I never really had the, the, the whole church lane vibes. Like, right. I wasn't one of those guys. So, I'm just like, how is it? Like, is it the same or is it different? Mm. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you didn't catch me at the USA Diner. Maybe Linda so was your intentions going to church Maybe to link would. up with chicks, to go link up with girls? My intentions wasn't to link up with girls. It was more like, all right, I'm here in church. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I'm really here because my mom's made me come. Gotcha. I don't really understand what the preacher is saying at this time, but it's some cute girls here. Right. So something got my attention. If you know me, like I have a short intention span. Like I will be on... One, then I'll be on very ten. Short. Very short. Like, like quick, fast. Well, what got your attention? Was it the facial look of the person or what they was wearing? It was more of like that, like, I don't want to say skirt. They mm-hmm. was they had on some proper clothes, but it was hugged, It was hugging a little tight, mm-hmm. and you could see the curves. Like, like that school girl. So it was Damn. the attire that attracted <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. So I'm like. So sometimes church attire could attract you. Respectfully, it definitely can. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most and definitely. bring you to come back the following Sunday. Hopefully, if she got that outfit on there, I want to see. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. If she ain't got that outfit on there, I want to see. I don't want to come. I'm just going to be honest. It's like, come on. You know, it's like, why not? Like, you show, yo, show that shit. Like, you got it. Show it. Like, come on. God bless you with that. So, he wants you to bless my eyesight. Show it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I personally feel about it. But, hey. I love beautiful women, and I'm going to look at women the same way I look at them outside, inside mm-hmm. the church, or a wedding, or funeral. I don't care. You beautiful, you beautiful. That's how I take it. I mean, the Bible says come as you are. Hey. So if you out the street looking out, it don't, it's, Talk it's about no it. coming to the church looking. Talk about it. I mean, the people in the church are the ones that are outside anyway. I mean, no. there's a lot of them yeah. when they come in, they're not really That's thinking it. half the time of how they look sometimes. Sometimes people come in with jeans, so it really don't matter. No, I mean, ain't nobody skirt hiked up their ass or nothing like that. No, 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 no. It's not like that. You will see some of you having this. I mean, yeah, but the intention is not for it to be like that. So you are going to find someone with a tight tub or whatever just to attract you in particular. Correct. Exactly. So, (laughs) But I I, I feel like people who go to church, y'all, I'm not going to say y'all, us, because I I go to church too, you know? Right. Us, we created that wave of the sneaky link, like, because <laughs> you can't be so blunt with it. Like, yo, right. try link you. What's up? You got to be like, you know what I'm saying? So what you do, set eye contact across the pew? Nah, it's more of, love, it's more, it's more of the, you going to let me know you're going to USA Diner. And then right there, USA, I can talk to you a little, I can talk to you how I want to talk to you. We're so, not in the house of the Lord so no let's, more. So let's do it this way. What goes on after the diner? I don't know. I never got I that extra I think it depends invite. on what diner you at. USA Diners, Mixy. It's, it's multiple oh, churches it's in there. Mixy. So USA always got mad you, churches, mad preachers, all that. Now, yeah, if you skate up to Lindenwood, it. you said it. Might get a different crowd. You're going to have to remember to the preacher so at USA Diners. Everybody's diner. linking up at the diner. Uh-huh. Everybody's socializing. Mm-hmm. they talking about the message. they talking about a good time or whatever. And then they talk but about yet people I could be rubbing your foot underneath the table. Oh, I don't know. Slipping you my that, number. That texting you on the side. Uh-huh. Wow. You know, everybody's on their phone. You know, things this like is, this go on. Bro, this is Because when we leave. This is church folks we're talking about. I bought you there. How, how we leaving? How Don't we let it wow. be a second service somewhere. That's, that's, oh, now, yeah. that's the topic. Because a lot of those, where that happens where is a church that's full of young people. Wait, they going to the diner in between service? No, not necessarily the diner in between okay. service, but they might skip the diner or they go to the second service. Oh, Maliko, my homie at this church. We go into a second service over there and then gotcha. together we go to the diner afterwards. Wow. It happens a lot when it's a younger crowd in a church. Wow. It's different. That's crazy. Nah, you USA Diner, you got a lot of old heads. Yeah, old, yeah. <laughs> wow. They be in there, boy. The deacons. They be in there. The choir directors. Like, the only time those, I went to USA Diner was after the club with my peoples, and probably some days when my mom's and my pops went up to slide up in USA Diner. Mm-hmm. But I remember one time I went to USA Diner with y'all, 
And I'm like, damn, like they meet up like how we meet up, but they just got on church suit, church attire. Oh. And they talk in the same language that we talk, but mm-hmm. more cleaner. Like I'm they like we we don't be discreet. We be like, yo, like, give me your number. Mm-hmm. Y'all be on some, what you doing after this? Well, I think I'ma go over here on so and so. Like that was the whole catch. Like, I'ma go over here, so you need to meet me here. It's That's a whole, the code. Yeah, y'all got wordplay game. Y'all wordplay game is real cold. I'm going to go by this one's house and swing by this way. Respectfully. Oh, yeah. But See, I, in other words, meet me there and pick me up. Because this is where the other people think I'm Respectfully. At. Right. That's crazy. But, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't knock it. So I, the language is different. The language is definitely different. Like, I never got into the loop because I felt like church girls, to me, were boring. Because it's like, yo, I'm used to the... Hot and juicy. Get it and go. Hold up. What's a church girl? A church girl is a girl who goes to church. Okay. She she participates in the church, uh-huh. but she doesn't come to my outside world. Like, I will never catch her at the teen parties. I won't okay. catch her okay. at the movie theaters on Jamaica Avenue. I won't catch her on the av after school. You get what I'm saying? I'm now, looking at Nay. She's no, like, what church girl you done met? Well, hold on, though. But hold on. She, <laughs> I can honestly say, she was outside when mm-hmm. I was outside. So, I don't... Who was outside when you was outside? Nay, I don't hold her accountable mm-hmm. of how... Man, she wasn't outside. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't hold her accountable like how we, like how me and her was moving. I'm talking about the girl who really can't go outside and be on Jamaica Avenue. I get that. But so, what happens to those girls who really can't go outside? Those oh, girls that are sheltered, that are sheltered, and the people and in the church, like their parents or whatever. You can't, don't go outside with that crowd. No, we in church all these hours. We we doing this every. You eat, sleep, do everything, church. What happens to those girls? They become sheltered teenage and then mothers. eventually, exactly, teenage mothers, they end up going out there not, because they didn't get that experience, so now they're going right. to f- go out and experience it themselves. I feel like even if you are raised in a church, you need to get some type of outside experience because this is not just your life. All right, when so, you meet the world, it's all over. Exactly. So, so, so my question to you, if you had a daughter, how would you go about it? About what, her being in the church? Like her being in the church in the outside world. Like I keep you? it real. This is where you come to worship, but mm-hmm. at the same token, this is the outside world. Choose which one you want to be a part of at the end of the day. I like to be a part of both. You I can. would definitely introduce yes. her to God so she gets her own relationship exactly. with God. Most definitely. So she will know that. Like, However, okay. as she gets older, she has to make those decisions. Exactly. It's my job, because the Bible says to train, train up, up a, a child. child. So if I have done my job and she chooses to be in that secular world and hanging out and stuff like that, I know that she has some type of foundation mm-hmm. in her that will hopefully spring up when it comes to decision making. Even if she's I have the foundation in me back. and look... I had my first child when I was 16 years old. I didn't even know Okay, that. yes I did. Yeah, Slipped a note under my grandmother's pillow. Dear grandma, I'm pregnant. Wow. And then I waited. Wow, 16. <laughs> yes, and I grew up in the church. All my, from my, that church on the corner down there. All, and I grew up in the church. I had the foundation and everything. But when I got a taste of the outside mm-hmm. and knew how to get to Linden Boulevard <laughs> and Ooh. Farmers Boulevard and hang out at parties I shouldn't have been at and doing things I shouldn't do, then this is the result of it because I didn't want to listen because I felt I was grown. No, but you know what I like about that? I feel like, like, like with my parents, my parents let me, my brother, my sister, they let us make mistakes. Like, I feel like you should let your child make mistakes because you, I have to learn on, on my own. You can tell me, but if you try to like hold me from it, mm-hmm. I'm going to run to run to it 10 times faster, exactly. you know? So that's why I'm so glad. Like I used to always tell my mother and my father, I, I used to always tell them this saying, I used to say, you and mommy did what you were supposed to do. We made the decisions and the choices. Like, y'all did it. Y'all mm-hmm. told us to go to school, graduate, this and that. Okay. 
But when we about to make these decisions, you can't sit there and pick it. Right. They can't. Let me pick hand. which hat I want to wear today. Exactly. You gotta understand, just chill. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and even though you went out into the world, you still, like Annette said, that foundation. So even if you go out into the world or whatever, you hang out, you do all this other stuff and you may have messed up, you still have the foundation to always come back to. Correct. So it's not like you messed up and you're just out there and you don't, you're a wayward child or whatever, you don't know what's going on. You still have that foundation. Correct. So it's not necessarily like you just was left out there and you made a mistake. No. I know right from wrong because my parents have instilled this in mm-hmm. me. So even though I am out here, mm-hmm. I know where I come from. I know what was taught. So I know how to make the right or wrong decision and learn from it and move forward. Okay, 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 okay. Because like me, like for instance, like my parents, I could talk to my parents about anything. Mm-hmm. Like when I mean anything, that's a blessing. Anything. Sure is. Like you can't do that. I'm I'm talking about like if I had if I had a baby on the way, if I had chlamydia, whatever. Like I can talk to my parents about it. But that's just who they are. And I was just telling this to Maine the other day. I'm like, yo, Maine. Like I'm at a point in my life where. That's taken away from me. I don't know somebody I don't know that I can trust. talk to, who I can trust with this with these dark secrets of mine. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm the type of person like, honestly, like, excuse me, like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Like, I honestly, don't care. Like, I don't care if anybody. Like, we call that delivered from people in the opinion. And my, cause my whole <laughs> my whole thought is this: like, me and my loved one was in Miami having a good time. We are intoxicated out, out of our brain. Like, we so fried where it's like, you couldn't even fry us no more. I'm on FaceTime with my mom's and my pops fried. They're not judging me. They're like, yo, they're living life. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you might call someone else and I'm like, why are they doing that? Like, I don't need that, bro. Like, if someone even that's in my family or friend or in my corner say something like that, I'm cutting them off. I say that to you all the time. No, you don't see that. <laughs> see, I wasn't the type that was able to tell my parents every little thing. First and foremost, I grew up Muslim. Okay. So this whole church that's world, yeah, yeah that's it was introduced to me because of Annette. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So my father, he just recently visited me. He came back from visiting Africa or whatever. He was like, when y'all were young, we had y'all fasting for Ramadan. Y'all did all of that. Your older siblings, they were in the mosque. Your mom was in the mosque or whatever. And I'm like, I don't remember none of that. Because yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. But my first, like, I guess, eye opener as far as, like, being out in the world maybe mm-hmm. or being introduced to anything, my first response from my father was like, don't date any guys. They're a distraction. So it was like, I didn't have no introduction into dating. I didn't have no introduction into nothing. His thing was focus on this, focus on that, be independent, and don't date anyone because that's a distraction. As opposed to my mom, I didn't get anything, Correct. nothing. Correct. So, so but he day, was the structure, sounds like. He was the structure, okay. but the structure wasn't like, you're going to have these experiences and you can always talk to me about stuff. No, it wasn't like that. Don't do this because they're a distraction. Correct. My mom's, I didn't get nothing from her. It but was, it you was know what? nothing at all. What I respect about that, honestly, is like, I have some friends that's Muslim. And what I do like about the whole the whole community and the whole religious of, of the Muslim is like, there, it's a line that they walk and it's like, yo, like, they're very tight on what they believe in. Mm-hmm. They don't, it's like they don't play with it. Right. Like they know when to hang out with my friends, but yo, I got to go to the temple, bro. I got to dip. I got to exactly. do what I Even do. who they date. Like Correct. you have Down some to that. that are very strict on, no, you can't date this yo, person if they're not a Muslim. Not to cut you off, my aunt. Mm-hmm. My aunt, she was dating a Muslim man. Mm-hmm. She been eating pork her whole life. Talk about it. She get with him. 
there's no more pork chops. She can't do this. Right. She couldn't do that. That's how she my father was. She stopped the pork chops. So I'm like, hold on. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That's how my father was. I tell my mother and my right father. There. I tell my mother yeah. and my father. If my mother and my father was alive right now, they'd be laughing. Because I'm like, hold on. Stacey used to eat pork. What the hell is going on right about now? <laughs> she, I can't eat this no more. But my moms grew up eating pork. My mom was Catholic. My mom grew up eating pork. My dad, he might have had pork. My father told me that he didn't. He got introduced to being a Muslim from my mother. Oh, she felt like he was out of control. So when he was in the military, she, she was sending him books yeah. on Islam while he was in the navy. It's just that when he came back home, she didn't think he was gonna take it to the level Seriously. that he did. But that's what happens. That's what happens. Right. I'm trying to tell people that's in the army or go to prison. Mm-hmm. You know, they they they, they become firm believers because at the end of the day, all you do is have time. Yeah. And you don't want your time to go to waste, so you feel like, let me sharpen the brain. Right. At least if I sharpen the brain and, and the body, when I come outside, I can be straight. But you got to remember, people that's in prison or go to jail, they're they're on a line. So when they come outside, it's a lot of things thrown at them. That's why I try to tell people, like, you can't sit here and judge and say what you would have, should have. Exactly. Bro, he just did 10 years. He come home, it's a lot of things thrown at him at one time. Right. And exactly. one day. He only got 24 hours in one day. And you throwing so many stones at him, how the hell you think he's supposed to focus? Exactly. Because like, honestly, like, there's a lot of guys that be in jail and they learn, like, a, they latch onto a religion. Correct. It's not the same in there as it is out on no, the street. No, 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 no. Definitely not. It's, it's, not. it's really not. And that's one of the things, like, I fear about those who are in jail and they become a Muslim. When you Correct. come out, it ain't like how they call that jail religion. My it's, baby daddy didn't latch into no religion when he there's no temptation in jail for the most part. I mean, but not so a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes jump to uh, being Muslim in jail for protection too. Exactly. Like because they know a Muslim. Once you're a Muslim in jail, you you you're a brother. You're exactly. sick. So you know what I'm saying? You. They'll protect you because you're a brother. Exactly. But don't do that just to have security. Mm-hmm. Like you're playing you with a really do a like, lot of dumb stuff for you, security. Yeah. I mean, you're right. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I look the same way how I look at my religion as how I look at. Muslim, like I respect it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't play with it because it's like that's something you don't play with. That's somebody's right. religion. And they're very serious. Like my yeah. dad, he was at my house. He was praying in my hallway the whole night. Had me watching YouTube videos and all that because yeah. I was like, I was trying to understand it. The funny thing about it is, I never forget when the first time I've been to your house. It was your brother Salah was dancing, and my mm-hmm. homeboy Jew was a part of the group. And I, I used to go there. They used to have rehearsal in the living room. Oh yeah, this was years ago. Oh, Linda. right. <laughs> So, I'm over there and I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm chilling. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm not part of this dance crew or nothing. Like, I don't give a fuck about this, honestly. But I'm here with my mans. He's down with their crew. Cool. A few years, fast forward. I'm hanging out. We pull up to this house. I'm like, hold on. How the fuck you know someone that lives here? I know someone that lives here. The young lady comes outside. I'm like... Never seen her before. Yo, you have a brother named Salah? She's like, yeah, that's my older brother. I'm like, oh, shit. How the hell you know him? We go to the same church. What? Now I'm like, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is too much for me. I'll just, it was like one, two, three. Like, and I'm like, wow, like, that's crazy. My cousin know you because y'all go to church. But then again, I know your brother because my homeboy was a part of his dance crew. Like, and I was just like, small yo, world. small world, like, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Like, that was crazy for me, but it's just like, who would have thought? Like, so I, how many church girls you dated? Uh, honestly, spicy, mm. <laughs> zero. What? I got zero under my belt. You lying. Nah, seriously. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to go back to that definition of church girl again. Exactly. 
<laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. The girl who was in the outside world with me, zero. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't. Sense. I never. That's why. I, he I, never got that deep. I never inside. got that. So you connect. wasn't dating a, a, somebody that was in church and they was like strict on Bible study. Oh no, I can't. Nah, go I never. I that's why I never experienced. It. I, I wanted to experience, this. but I never experienced it. Okay. okay. Respectfully. Yeah. Now I done slept with women from 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 okay. churches, you know, but I never dated. Like, are you coming to Bible study? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's me to this day. Look at Maze's face. Like, 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 because one thing my mother always said, you gotta be yourself. So I'm being myself. Like, I was never never been to Bible study in the church. I never been to Bible study, period, bro. Like, I've probably been there as a kid, been around it, but it's like, that wasn't me, bro. Even, I never forget vacation Bible school in the summertime. I didn't want to partake in that. I'll go there because it's like, all right, summertime, my mother don't want me running around the neighborhood. Cool, I'll go there. And my grandmother was teaching at the time. So it's like, I don't want to be here. And you went on the trips. <laughs> Splish Splash. Well, we could definitely talk don't about that. Are. What happened at Splish Splash? All right, so this is how I became. Church all right, trips. so. The, I, I, all right, so. So, so Mr. Ned is basically telling the story of when Beth Salem went on a trip with the Springfield Rifles and Riflets. I'm a part of the Springfield Rifles and Riflets at the time. At this time, we stopped going to my grandparents' church out in, Jer- in Newark, New Jersey. Make a long story short, my brother and my sister was going to Beth Salem at the time. I wasn't going there. Because I'm like, yo, we stopped going to men and Papa Church. Say, what? But my mother was like, yo, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, that whole drive, men don't want to do the drive from Newark to Queens anymore. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm with it. I'm not going to church, though. Boom. <laughs> my Aunt Cecilia was the one who introduced the church to my mother. There you go. We go to Split Splash. And I see, at this time, I see these two older women. They have a baby suit on. I'm like, damn. They are fine. Like, they're fine. Mind you, they're probably in their mid-30s. So, you know, me being a fresh, young kid, I'm being fresh, you know, trying to talk to some older women that's really married, feeling it. And come to find out, I see my brother talking to a young chick. So I'm like, yo, who you talking to? He's like, yo, she got sisters. I see her sisters. I'm like, damn. Come to find out, my mother said, this is Saturday. The next day, my mother like, wake up, you're going to this church that we're going to church that we're going to. All right, cool, whatever. Boom, we go. I go to church. They like, yeah. Can we have the first lady come up? I'm like, yo, that's the lady that I was trying to talk to yesterday. You was crushing on the first lady, dog. The first lady, but it was the bathing suit that caught me. <laughs> he said so, it was the bathing suit. Respectfully, respectfully, I'm like, okay. She was anointed. <laughs> respectfully, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> come to find out, one of the ushers was there also. That was one of the ladies I was trying to talk to. No names. <laughs> No so make a, <laughs> make the whole thing, you know. So I'm like, this is kind of not awkward. It's more like, oh shit, like these are the two ladies I was being fresh to. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. I gotta play this cool. Any new members of the church? I'm like, damn. I know my mother gonna make me stand because she with the shits. <laughs> like my mom's just with it. Like she's gonna look me in my face. Like you better get up. So I'm like, I'm not getting up. She like, boy. Let me yoke you up. I'm, I stand up. And when I look, I'm like, you know, they start, can you state your name and where you from? I'm like, oh, my God. I said, my name is BM from Southside. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> my parents raised me better now. So I'm like, yeah, my name is so-and-so. I come from Good Shepherd Church of Christ in New Jersey. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Boom. I'm like, all right, in the service, it's about to become weird. I see my mother go to the first lady in the usher 
I was trying to talk to the day before. I'm like, she was apologizing for you. No, she wasn't. She was like, <laughs> let me introduce you to my son. Blah blah blah. Like you met you you met my oldest and my baby girl already. Let me introduce you to my middle son. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> don't introduce me to them. Like I don't want to know them. I already know them. <laughs> These are two other ladies that I was trying to talk to. I switch flash. Seen the jewels. <laughs> Funny oh thing is, God. she's like. We met. This is with the first lady and the ushers tell my mother. My mother like, what you mean y'all met? What the hell? I'm like, okay, ma. They was at Splish Splash. I walked away. My mother really got the full details. She was like, why you was trying? I'm like, listen, you know your son. I'm just, I'm that kid. I'm, I'm a little throat. My bad. And it was just like, from there on out, it was like, all right, this church is really fun. Like, it's a lot of youth here. It's fun. And I, I really, like, I'm digging it. But then again, you got you to gotta get where I'm coming from. I'm coming from Jersey. When I'm in Jersey, these are my cousins in this church. This is my grandfather's side. Mm. We 20 deep every Sunday. We like 20, 25 deep. We have a ball. Mind you, we in the middle of the hood. Family reunion. Every Sunday. <laughs> it's lit. Like from Kwanzaa to every holiday you could think of. Like we, we had a ball. Like I had a ball in Jersey. Like I used to live in Jersey with my grandmother. Probably a lot of people don't know that. Like So like most of my childhood, I grew up in Jersey too. So... When people be like, yo, bro, like, like, why you don't, I don't interact like how I was interacting back in Jersey because these are my cousins. You feel what I'm saying? So when I came to New York with it and now I came to Queens, I'm like, I don't want to meet them. And then how I got introduced to Blanche Memorial, to be exact, I honestly got tied up with the whole song, the Bless song. I'm like, yo, this song is fire. Like, <laughs> What song? Bless? Blessed in the city. I'm not singing the song. I'm not a singer, but I'm like, yo, did these niggas make this song? Let me hear you say this song. Yeah, like this song is fire. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, I I gotta remixed it. Yeah, y'all did. Then the way they was playing, like at this time, like you know, this one Brave was playing the keys and everything. Mm -hmm. I saw. I'm like, yo, this song is ill, man. I gotta come to your church. Go there. So the music. What year was that? The 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 music. music. Definitely. What year was that? About. This was probably I got to say. I got to say, was this? Just got to say, like thirteen, two thousand thirteen. Okay, yeah, I was there then. Two thousand thirteen, yeah. fourteen, yeah, it was around this. Cause well, where were you? Maine was our chauffeur. Where we were you? I started oh. there in uh, my first time there was in two thousand and uh, nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, see, so yeah. I came around two thousand thirteen, fourteen. I was there two thousand nine. Yeah. I remember seeing oh, everybody. Oh, oh yeah, let oh, me yeah. get that story. Yeah. How I started going. No, that's so, not how I started going. So hold on. So 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 hold on. So so when I came there, the song was what drew drew me there. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I gotta come there. I come there. So her of rip. All right, they started labeling me. Oh, that's so and so cousin. Hold on now. I got a name. Yeah. I'm not so and so cousin. Don't know what you and so and so got going on. Who, who who cousin they say you were though? Yo, this Corbin and Jermaine cousin. Hold on. Respectfully, my name is my name. You're not going to label me. I'm not a fucking label. You're not going to do that. Honestly, I'm going to be very honest. Mm-hmm. Mr. Net was labeling me. Oh, that's so-and-so cousin. And then everybody else was like, oh, that's, so, that's Tanya and Eric's. Hold on. My name is my name. I'm going to give you my name. But you got like five names. I, I don't know. I understand. So, but my whole thing was like. A, B, C, or D. But, but the funny thing about it was they knew who I was labeled to. Though. It was like, y'all say my cousins and my parents. Oh, you're so-and-so, son. You're so-and-so, because I'm like, well, these people know me. I don't know these people, but how the hell they know me? So I can't I can't come up in here and go creep mode now. I got to chill. I got to relax. So when I came there, it was like, I love the music music, uh, music industry in the church. Like, it was phenomenal. Like, it was just... Still is. Still is, most definitely. Like, to this day, like, 
when it comes to y'all praise and worship, I love it because it's mm-hmm. like it's a vibe that I can't really meet nowhere. Meaning, like, just like more of the musician side and like how things is, you know, like I'm just being real, you know. I don't go to a lot of churches. Like, I'm the type of person, I'm like, ah, I'm cool, I'm all right. But this church was like, I like the vibe. I think at that time we, we were kind of lit. At that time, I y'all was very lit. Worship. I'm not going to lie. Was was praise y'all praise and worship was, dancing, was lit. It was lit at that time. We I'm sorry for the weekends. Weekend. But y'all praise and worship was very lit because it was more like, damn, like, do they rehearse this? Or this is just No, them. to this day. We never not. have rehearsal. That's why I really respect it. Never. That's why I really respect it. You don't need to have rehearsal when you're annoying. When the spirit moves. That's, you that's, just that's move. why I really respect it because it was like, yo, they really got this. Like, like, they got this in the bag. Like, I really respect it, you know? I really respect it. I can't even sit here in front. I can't I can't sit here in front, but I definitely was drawn to y'all church when I first came. Like, it, it, the, the music industry, uh, industry drawn me to y'all church. I mean, that happens, because honestly, when Annette first, the first church we was at was at another church. It was on merit. I used to fall asleep in the pew. They thought I was a drug addict because I used to go to sleep during the service. Not like not even gonna hold you. They thought something was wrong with me because wow. I used to fall asleep. I was bored out of my mind. It's older people here. There's no kids my age, and the ones that are like you know I don't know them. So I used to fall asleep all the time. Then when I went to Miss um, Net Church or whatever, I started liking it. Next, next you know I'm dancing, doing this. I forgot about the preaching part. I'm just in the mix because it's like mad different activities. No funny. We used the to preach- go bowling on Saturdays. Like it used to be mad stuff. The preaching part. See, the way how y'all preach it, well, is mm-hmm. that's how my grandfather was. I need mm-hmm. the firecracker. I don't need nobody that's going to put me sleepy Right, burn. that was another thing that drawn me in, too. Pastor Philip McCarter's like, a firecracker. She was straight. Straightforward, going to yes. give you the words. And, you know, some straight, people that straight preach, with it. when they, talk, they say in the Bible, I don't understand it with her, I understood it perfectly. Me, too. She didn't try yeah, to dumb it down. Exactly. And make it like, you know, a she different don't sugarcoat. And what I loved about her, nothing. she know how to talk to the youth. She know how to exactly. indulge with her youth. Exactly. Some preachers don't know how to indulge with their youth. They They... They give you like not a cold shoulder, but they give you a shoulder where you just like, bro. I don't. They're too affluent. Yeah, like I'm not jiggy with you. Like I could honestly <laughs> say, Stella McCarter, she was jiggy. Like her, <laughs> she was fly. Like she mm-hmm. know her. She know how to get to her youth. She know how to get to her elderly crowd. She know how to play both yeah. sides with to make everyone feel as a whole. So I do give when I that. came here and I, my, and guess what? My mom's respected it. I'm like your mom. I'm not saying I found a new church home, but. Jermaine and Corbin Church is popping. Like, Jermaine and Corbin Church is popping. Like, I like it. Like, like they cracking over there. Like, the music, fire. Girls, fire. Pasta, fire. Like, yo. Come to find out, I'm like, hold on. Who is this over here? This little brown thing. They're like, no, that's Pasta. Dude, I'm like, what? It's crazy. Like, fire. So, the year would be, so back to you looking at the girls in the church. Yeah, I, I believe her name was Sean. She was the first one. I'm like, yo, she fire. So, like, that's cool. Like, so it, was there ever a point where um, it wasn't just about the girls and the women? I mean, yeah and no, yeah and no. It was more like it was a lot of youth in that church. So it's like, yo, mm-hmm. I need to be in the mix. Well, I, I like, when did your focus shift? The focus honestly shifted when my cousin used to have a kickback at his house. And we're like, there's just like, just it's cool, calm, kickback, and it's mixed crowds. It's like people from the church, people from. We wasn't invited. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Me either. You know? Particularly, people it's from cousin. the church was invited. Was you invited? 
What cousin was this? It was at his house. I thought it was. Oh, I think okay, he's the was host. at my house. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm just saying. Up like, when was that? Yeah. Up there in Jamaica State. Okay, Jamaica State. We lit. We lit. So up there in Jamaica State, like a few people from the church came, and a few people from the outside came. I like how everybody just meshed. It wasn't like a line where it's like, well. We just his church friends and we just his family members. Right. It was more like, yo, my name is so-and-so. I go to so-and-so. It's like, oh, all right, cool. Then it was like, his brother, like, Corbin would bring people from other churches over and everybody would just mesh. It was like, all right, it's cool, you know? So I'm like, all right, sh- shit is tight. To me, it's tight, you know? The guy who don't... That's because the church get a bad rap. Yeah. Do you think so? I think, I think the church yeah, get a bad I think rap. Sometimes. I think because it gets a bad rap because people go with their own perception of how... People should be. Correct. Mm-hmm. People go Talk with their own perception it. on how pastors should be. Correct. Mm-hmm. People go with their own perception on how musicians should be. Correct. What's that perception? And even with, because they think that everyone is supposed to be perfect. Perfect. Once you enter, enter into it. the doors of the it. church, and that's never going but to But nobody's perfect. So exactly. the point is you set yourself up looking for this perfection, mm-hmm. and then you see mm-hmm. one flaw in somebody, and then you feel you can quick run to and criticize. talk about them. Quick to criticize. You're quick to <laughs> criticize. You <laughs> want to talk about them, talk about what they did and stuff like that, but then and you forget about what you did over here mm-hmm. and how you Talk was thinking it. and how you was acting. All right. So. so my thing also is that you can't, when you set yourself up for that. Correct. Then your whole, your mentality is, is different on how you approach people, how you interact with them and what you do with them. I, I can honestly say I was there at one point in another church where I held a, a person to the highest regard. But then when I seen them on the outside, and what I felt was maybe a slip up, I started judging them. And it really, really brought my spirit down because I looked up to this person. Correct. But then I had to stop myself because I'm like, well, why did you put them all the way up on that pedestal? Correct. Why did you do all of that? Correct. You know, they're still the same person. Correct. I can understand. And this could be something they're trying to work through through their own soul salvation. Correct. Can... You know, we can't judge anybody who's drinking. We can't judge anybody who's smoking. Well, shit, I'm we drinking right drive. now. We uh-huh. can't judge anybody who's out there in the world. We can't do that because if it tells us to go to the highways and headers and compel men to come, who are we compelling? If we ain't going out trying to bring people in, mm-hmm. we can't be in the four walls bringing in the same people all the time. No, that, you, that doesn't make sense. You honestly right. And, and the funny part about that is this. It's like... I'll never forget, I was two or three years old, right? And no, I was two. My grandfather, we in the middle of Newark, New Jersey. At this time, this was like when crack era was hard. This is like in the 90s, right? And most of his his deacons, like, well, some of his deacon members was ex-crackheads. And I don't like to use the word crackheads. I'm going to just say drug addicts. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, drugs is drugs regardless, you know? Some of my family members ex-drug addicts, you know? And it was more of like, they have, they, my family in New Jersey give my grandparents the utmost respect because my grandfather saved his family. Like, when I mean saved, like, he saved them. Like, I'm doing, building this church. We're going to build it from the ground up. Do what you do. But you're going to come home to the Lord. Like, that's why I, I I have a I don't I don't play both sides, but it's like, okay, I'm doing this for right now, but I know eventually one day I'm going to give this up. I'm not going to be doing this for the rest of my life, you know. And one thing because we, you looked up to like your grandfather, yeah, your because parents, it was like he didn't judge the way he lived, and he didn't exactly judge. he didn't judge no one. Like he would really take someone off the street, mm-hmm. clean them up, help them, and they became a deacon. Like, and I'm like. 
Yo, but that's what it's that's about. That's what it's about. That's crazy. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, with, even with the with what we're doing now, mm-hmm. and I laugh even from yesterday when we were talking about it, and even when I was at work today, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. He going to just come with that crazy stuff. No, I no. Listen, I even thought about that at work today. But then I said, I like the fact that you have the respect. You respect me enough to know that you be yourself. Correct. You don't be like, Oh my goodness, that's Miss Annette. I can't do this. I can't do. It. When you come in, I I know how you are. I know how to feed you. I know how to, you know. What I'm I just know the things that I'm not going to be. Oh no, like y'all don't tippy toe around me. Correct. And I don't want anybody tippy toeing around me. Correct. You know, if if I'm the person that's supposed to be the example, y'all look how I live. Correct. And let me be the example and say one day or maybe like I, just like we quoting scriptures on the, on the cast and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many followers, viewers I got or whatever. It's, it's going to hit somebody. Someone is listening. Most definitely. So that's my whole point with this. So it's it's not a matter of um, the person like that pastor, your grandfather, stuff like that. Look at how they're living. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody around you, and then you'll pick up something from it. True. So just like you just said, you're going to eventually come back. There's, nobody knows the season, daytime, or hour. Okay? Just don't make be too late. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> too, not saying, too late. You just, you just, that's just you. This is who you are, and this is how you're growing. Just like you said, you learn from your mistakes. You learn from what you being out there, what not to do and what to do. You know, I don't know what y'all call it, testing the waters. I mean, I don't know. I don't Before we... I don't test the waters. I like to keep one foot on land and I like to dangle one foot off. <laughs> like Get your toes wet. Yeah, like well, you not can't. even get my toes wet. Like I like to hang off the cliff a little bit. But you gotta be hot or cold if oh, you look warm. Nah, it's not even about being lukewarm. <laughs> what I mean by that is like, I'm gonna be honest. It's like, all right, if I'm if I'm in Miami, I might just do certain things where, damn, just you shouldn't be doing this, but shit, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. Like I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which my cousin. Jermaine, like, he's like... Who's your cousin, Jermaine? He's gonna... DJ Nice, he might stand on two feet like, all right, I'm gonna stand on this so you... You're dead right. Certain things I'm not doing. You see? (laughs) I don't care where I'm at. I'm not doing it. I can't do that. I gotta gotta take it there. I I love to take it there. It's like, you never know if you didn't take it there. Like me? I don't wanna know. I'm the type of person... (laughs) I'm the type of person if God... If God give me power, I wanna see how far I can... Use this power, like I yeah. Wanna... But sometimes God want to see if you got uh, what's that word? Uh, uh, restraint yeah, I mean, or, or, or discipline? discipline. Yeah, <laughs> to discipline. not use the power exactly. that He has equipped you with. Correct. Like for instance, like <laughs> or He wants you to use it in the right place. Definitely. Like I'm the type of person where I will use my power. Like okay, if I'm going to, if just say we in Miami and we're gonna have dinner and we having dinner and we at this famous restaurant and I know the person that owns the restaurant and I know the manager of the restaurant. I'm not going to sit in line and wait outside like everyone else. I'm going to use you. I'm going to use what God gave me, mm-hmm. the connection, the bridge. Hey, I'm outside of someone so I have four people with me. Boom boom boom. Or I'm going to hit them up ahead of time. Like, hey. That's called favor, you know? I I want to set a reservation for X Y and Z, you know? Like I'm the guy who That's a power you should use. Yeah, but see, I'm the guy who likes to not Flex his poke muscles, out your chest. but mm-hmm. I like to poke my chest out. Well, don't abuse the power. I don't words. abuse the power. Okay. That's and we're going to go ahead with this. We're going to go ahead with this. And, and just correct me if I'm wrong. That's the uh-huh. key. Last week, we had a conversation in the car, right? Mm-hmm. If a man is dating a woman or kicking in with a woman and he buys her gifts. Okay. I said, as a man, you still poke your chest out some way, somewhat, somehow to be like, yeah, I did that. Me, I'm that guy. If I did something for my lady and I, and I laid it out, I poked in my chest out. 
I'm showing off. I I want y'all to see this. This shit, this shit ain't regular. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with, with this. Like, cause it's like, I want to put the show on. I love a circus. That was the question. Who are you poking your chest out for? For her friends and whoever. Is it for your lady or is it for the audience? It's it's for both. Is she supposed to tell her friends and stuff? This is what he did. I'm side by side with her at that dinner. They know who did it. I mean, but what that if she's? But why can't tell they them? assume she did it? Hold on, sit. I need one person to sit. Say that again. Let's, let's. Why can't they assume she did it? Come on, man. They know what's up. What if she doesn't tell them you did it? No, but hold on. I'm saying if we at the dinner and the gifts is that out, was a and, debate. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's like this. When you're dating a certain, when you're dating someone, when you're dating people in certain calibers, or you you put a person in a caliber, they the expectations are there. So it's like, yo, I'm gonna take it there for this person because I know she'll take it there for me. Because at the end of the day, right now, if if my lady got me a Range Rover, her chest is poked out. Like, I got my nigga that range. What y'all chicks doing? And I'm gonna have my chest ten times poked out like. My girl got me this range. It's that crazy. That is the problem. How is that a problem? You, you because see, why you do you think it's said, a problem? You just said your lady saying, what y'all doing? Okay. If you, if she wants to get her man a Range Rover, okay. that ain't got shit to do with her, what her friends are doing. Okay. So, it ain't so, got nothing to do with what her friends are doing. All right, so. You do it. You have the ability to do so it. So, it goes do to. Do it. it goes None to of the, that competition hold on. shit. It goes to the guys that, that um basically. What's the word that I'm looking for? Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. The word that I'm looking for is basically, uh, oh my god. Like basically, when you in, when you when you when you want to uh marry someone in front of people, you you putting on a show, no matter what, because you could have did this in your house. Talk about it. You could have did this in your house when you woke up out the bed and say, "Hey, baby, talk about get it. Get on one knee. Would you marry me?" But you put the time, the effort, the support to uh, together to say, "Hey, I want to make this for the world to see." So you still do the same thing that I did. You poked your chest out too. Because you could have did this shit in your own private time. Why every you do- time you give me something, I got... I, you no, gotta- I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, auntie. What I'm saying is this. My, my whole thing is this. The same way how I poked my chest out about gifts is the same way the guy who gets on one knee and poked his chest out to say the show of her on his friends and family the same way how I did it. Like, I look at it the same way. It's the same way. It his is on a larger scale. Hold on. Let, let's go around the room. What do the ladies think? Is that the same? I a don't gift think compared to an engagement. How would you feel if same? a guy proposed to you don't in the bed? Don't propose me in no damn bed. Okay then. Now how would you feel it's your birthday and he got you the gifts that you wanted? Thank you. Hold on. Okay. No. Did he give her the gifts in the bed? Would she feel the same I, way no, if he gave I, her the gifts? She could have broken down. Hold on. Oh, break it down. No, no. Break, break it down. Because no, you got to ask the question the same way. I, how would you... How okay? So Proposal how in I the bed am, or in front of people, gifts in the bed or gifts in front of people. How I am, don't propose to me in private, because I want my family to see that. Okay, I want them to experience that with me. Okay. They can know all about it. Surprise me, shit, but don't do that shit in my bedroom. Correct. No. As far as like gifts and stuff, like to me, I don't. It's nice if it's you did birthday. that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's nice if you displayed that love and affection in front of in front of people. Okay. I'm okay with you giving me something in private. The proposal, though, so I understand what you're saying. Like you put it on the same level as a proposal because mm-hmm. I know for me, nah, I want everybody to see my man getting down on one knee proposal, proposing that's to the me. Word. Yeah, I want it. I want everybody to see that. Okay. Nay, you haven't spoke all day. <clears throat> Please step into the mic, please. I don't think I want to hear my opinion. No, so, go ahead. Honestly, I'm gonna go by what I've been through. So honestly, I didn't care about the proposing in front of people at one point. Okay. 
I ain't gonna lie to the men I was with before then gave me a ring and we was in the living room. I was in a t-shirt watching TV and he was like, oh, look down. I look down, it's a ring. Okay. But that was my situation. Then Correct. probably four weeks later, it was like, I'm not marrying you. But I was happy he did that without my family okay. because, because of how you I had my own issue, but I was okay with that. Right. Because I felt like if he would have did it all big in front of everybody, then guess what? Four weeks later, I would have had to explain, like, yo, what happened? You know? Right. Why okay. had this? Not to be funny, he bought me gifts. Okay. Y'all saw me pop up with different cars, and nobody would know how I'm getting it, whatever, but it was like he did things undercover where I didn't have to... I didn't need everybody to know, but Correct. one thing about it, he did poke his chest out, like, yeah, I did that for my girl. Okay. So I get what, you know, BM coming when you be like, oh, you poke your chest out, because there's things I did. I bought him a $1,000 coat, and I'm looking like, yeah, he looked good in that. I did that. So it's certain things that you would do, and you feel like, yeah, I did that. So when he go around his friends, yo, where you get that coat from? Yo, my lady bought it. Then I'm I'm, I'm pulling up, and the Ben's like, I did that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like everybody's different, but that's just me. Now that I'm older, and before I was younger, now that I'm older, I do look at things differently. Like, now I feel like if you do buy me something, if I buy somebody else something, nobody really needs to know about that. Correct. Proposals, I feel like you should respect me enough to have my family and my close friends there to show me, like, yo, this is what it is. Correct, because I was 24 when I proposed. Mm -hmm. I was 24. And at that time, where I'm at now, like, I wasn't there. Right. Respectfully. Mm -hmm. But... Now, where I'm at, is like, all right, do I want that or do I... I, I want I want that, but I'm going to wait because... Question for you. Why are you waiting? Honestly, I'm real with myself. I'm not ready to be married yet. Like, I still have a problem. Hold on. I still have a problem of sharing space. I'm honest with myself. I, I like to wake up in the morning by myself... That's me. Scratch what I want to scratch. Yawn me. how I want to yawn. Pee how I want to pee. Nice, use the bathroom how I want to use the bathroom. Here? Ready to get in the shower. I'm ready to get in the shower. You know? And not think about, oh, I got to put the toilet seat back down. Or mm-hmm. I got to keep my voice down because she's still sleeping. Get if I'm hype house. about, hold on. If I'm, if I'm hype about watching ESPN and I'm screaming and yelling, you know? And I got to remember, oh, damn, she upstairs sleep. You know, like you, you, it's, you got to play that game where I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready for that. Like I rather, I could be with you. We could be together, but I'd rather you go home and I go home or you can spend a night here and I can spend a night out at your house, but we could always go home. I'm not ready for that one house under one roof yet. I'm not ready for that. Do you think it's going to get harder the longer you wait? No, it's not. It comes with maturity. That's all. Compromising. That's a fact. Well, I'm not ready to share my remote, and I'm going to be honest. I respect it. I'm, I'm not. I, respect I, I have an attitude when people want to change the channel. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to get you a cup of water. I respect it. I'm not doing all that. So I'm not ready for that. So, you know, yeah. people, you know, it might sound funny, but if when you're so used to doing things yourself and mm-hmm. the independence and you've already been in a relationship, and, you know, I was in living with somebody for oh, 11, 12 years, yeah. and... Dated another person for, for years after that. And then when I finally was just me, mm-hmm. man, please. Well, like, you could close your door and got man. Being honest with huh. yourself. But what a I lot do, of people huh. don't do that. What I do love about it is like, like my idols were my parents. I grew up in a household where I never knew my mother. Like, I, like my father made it. He was so cool and so player with it where I never knew when, when they was going through things. Like, never. I never see my parents argue. My father never, like, only time him and my mother bickered at each other where it was like, 
it'll be something like this. Like example, she'd be like, he'd be like, T, what you want? She'd be like, oh, I want Benz and Jerry. But she'll say something like, ooh, Carvel do sound good. He'd be like, oh, can you just pick what you want? Make up your like, mind. Yeah. That's the only time I heard something. But anything else, the I crazy part never. Was, he'd get all the way to the spot where she says she wanted him. She says she want the other one. He'll, he'll go. Like my mother, <laughs> like my pops would pull all the way up to Benz and Jerry. Like, boom, we here. He'd be like, nah, babe, I want to go to Carvel. He'd be like, inside he's burning. <laughs> but I know he's he about to go. He he's going to do it. He's going to take this car. That's real, man. That's that so, old school love. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, how I grew up is like, all right, in this household, like, my pops never made my mother feel the cold. Like, she never felt the cold. Like, we never felt the cold as kids. It's like, I used to always think, like, damn, my pops worked so much overtime. Like, when I knew when November came, he about to be overtime poppy for real. And I never forget this one year. Nick and I, if y'all listening, y'all about to laugh. I never forget this one year. My pops, he gave, he decides to give us cash. Me and Nick, I take four hundred dollars. I go to Jamaica Avenue, downstairs in the Coliseum. I go get me a chain. Allegedly, I'm thinking it's the chain chain. <laughs> it's not the chain chain. I go get this chain in. He's like, "What did you get yourself for Christmas?" And I'm like, "Oh, Daddy, I got me this Jesus piece." He looked. He like the fuck you get? <laughs> I'm like, I got this chain. And he like, I work hard every fucking day overtime for you to go get a fucking chain. I'm like, you don't like the chain? No, I don't like the fucking chain. I'm like, well, can I take it back? We go back to the Ave. Goes to the jeweler. Yo, you sell my son this chain? He's like, yeah, you know you want the chain? He's like, big ass sign, no refund. Mm. My father like, why the fuck would you sell a kid a chain? I work hard for every dollar and you gonna sell a kid a chain? You didn't even ask him his age. You just seen a kid with money and you took this money. And that day forward, I I, I really respected my pops because it was like, he bust his ass for every dollar, every cent. And now, me being 29, turning 30 in August, I respect every dollar that I make because it's like, he told me at a young age, like, yo, just because you could make it, doesn't mean you can spend it as fast as you, as you can make it. Like, sometimes you got to, like, it's, you got to, like, really take that dollar and be like, yo, you know what? Right now, I need to buy me some more clothes or I need to go buy me some more socks or I need to go buy some more drawers. Priorities. I didn't think like that. My priorities, mm-hmm. I'm young. You know, I'm a kid. I'm, right. just, I'm looking at what the rapper's got. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But he would prefer sneakers because he's like, yo, you could wear this all the time. Right. Like, I'm cool That's with true. that. You know, and, and at that time, like, I'll never forget, he gave me a car, it was like $400. I could have got some jeans. And back, you know, back then, we wasn't living like how we was living now. I could have got me some Rockaway, some Sean John. I'd have been good. I could have mm-hmm. got some sneakers, some this mm-hmm. and that. I didn't do that with it. I'm going to go spend on a chain. I'll never forget One that. One item. Day. Yo, my pops was hot. <laughs> Yo, to this day, if he was right here, he'll be sitting on this couch looking at me like, and I'll be like, Daddy, why are you looking at me? Because, you, you know what? And he'll say this, how he's work. You, you just don't think. You don't think. You know? Oh, Justin. Car, Justin, you don't think like you. Well, the fuck made you go to Jamaica Avenue to go get a fucking chain? And I'll sit there and be like, you know what? And, excuse me, everybody, for everybody that's listening, this is before he was Deacon Eric. So at this time, you know, he's just Eric. Deacon Stowe. Yeah, before he was Deacon Stowe. So at this time, he's just Eric. So it's like, you know what, Daddy? I'm sorry. And I, and I apologize to him, you know? Like when I got the chance, I'm like, yo, Daddy, I was bugging. He was like, yeah, I know you was bugging. This is like, damn, like I really got a chain. Nick to this day, he laughed about it because it was me, Nick, and my dad on the ass. I can just remember my dad wanting to drag that dude across. He get the team. money back. 
It was no refund. It was a big ass sign. No refund. All right. So what happened with the chain? I had the chain for a long time. Okay. I threw that shit away. Like fuck it. <laughs> she was bullshit. <laughs> then as I got older, I knew what real jewelry was and I knew what fake jewelry was. I started, you know, Mm-mm. learn what you live and you learn mm-hmm. about it. Like that was the That's whole it. thing. That was the whole message. Like my priorities. Like, all right, cool. I want this jewelry, but I need to go give me some more songs on if. Fat Farm and shit like that. Levi's you know? and shit. Levi's and shit. Yeah. No, at that time, I wasn't even with Levi's. It was more like the Fat Farm. Like, Fat Farm was popping. You were Fat Farm? Fat Farm was popping. If you didn't have Fat Farm, you didn't have no money. Like, you wasn't the guy. Like, I oh, had a oh, Fat Farm. Oh, my bad. I got Fat Farm. I had the Fat Farm like jean jacket. No, Hold on. Why would a man be wearing air? That's, that's why I say you wear Fat Farm. Fat Farm was, uh, what's that guy's name? That was Russell Simmons. Fat Farm, I had the Fat Farm jean jacket suit. And with, on the back, I had the P with the sheepskin on it. Like, like I was, I was lit. You was fly. OD fly. Like, Fat Farm was it. If you didn't have Fat Farm, Rockwell, Sean John, you wasn't it. Aniche, like, you wasn't it. Yeah. You wasn't it. Velosuits. That's where DJ Nice came from. Like, you wasn't it. So, at that time, like, I knew at that time, but you got to remember, my best friend was a model for Fat Farm, Just. Mm-hmm. He's getting all the free Fat Farm. So, I'm like, yo, whatever you could get, throw it over here too, but. It was lit though. It was really lit. And I, you know, I enjoyed my my run with that. I really enjoyed my run with that. And it was, it was cool, yo. It was it was really cool. Like I say, it was cool. You know, I loved it. It was. It, it is what it is. You know. Oh my gosh. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We all can't be like your boy Maine, but it is what it is. What does that mean? <laughs> Listen, I ain't gonna lie. Look, I never forget the one time Maine got this jersey. Right, it was a Lamar Autumn. Oh, authentic jersey. To this day, I still I have the jersey. We grew up on the same block, yes. so I had to get that. To this day, I have the, I have the, the jersey. I need that back. No, you can't. I need that back. <laughs> it's already signed in glass. Sorry. I, <laughs> I got the little the uh, the nine eleven uh, foul part about it is this though. The foul part about it is this one particular stain on the jersey. It's a yellow stain on the jersey. Yeah. Right. I see. It came from exactly <laughs> drinking, and I'm in Vegas. I see Lamar Odom. I'm like, yo, hello. We we talking and we catching up. And I'm like, yo, hello. I'm from so-and-so. He like, yo, you from the hood? I'm like, yeah. He see that I'm with Bow. He like, yo, oh, shit. Make a long story short. We exchange numbers and all that. I'm like, yo, sign this jersey for me. I pull the jersey out. He's like, yo, that's my rookie jersey. That's a Clipper jersey. Hold on. It's authentic. You have the... He was like, yo. He's like, yo, bro. Like, I'm like, nah, I'm not letting this go. <laughs> mind you in the back of my mind I'm thinking like this is my cousin jersey I really can't let this go <laughs> <laughs> but in the back of my mind I'm like dog you signed this jersey I it's on he let me borrow it a few, a few years ago when I was living with him but when I see him I'm like yo you gotta sign this like my cousin would appreciate this like you signed this put this in a frame bro like you from the hood we all from the same hood crazy we grew up on the same block same block funny thing is this though Onyx is shooting a video in Lincoln Park for you to get in the scene, you have to have on the jersey. Ah, uh, my pops, he come home from work. He tells me, yo, Onyx shooting a video. Mind you, at this time, my homeboy Courtney, his brother is Federal Star, one of the main acts, you know? So I'm like, yo, I'm going up to Lincoln. Boom, I go up to Lincoln. I see Courtney. He like, yo, bro, what's good? X, Y, and Z. Yo, jump in the trailer. I get in the trailer. I'm with Onyx. Mind you, at this time, I'm probably like 11 to 12. These niggas smoking weed, chicks. I'm around real hip-hop shit. I tell Maine, Maine can't, he can witness it. I'm like, yo, man, come on, come in this trailer with me. He like, for real. I'm like, nigga, you my cousin, nigga, come on. 
weird. These niggas, sticky fingers. Fredro, they smoking weed, drinking Hennessy, champagne. I'm like, yo, this is what the rap world is like? I love it. I want in. Oh, God. I want in. So, we shooting this, they shooting the scene. Mind you, I get in the video. Boom, I get my camera shot. Man, get a camera shot. Like, it was an experience where a lot of people can't experience it. It was so dope. And what I loved about it was like, yo, at that time, like, I'm a, like I'm like 10 years old. My parents are really letting me go to Lincoln Park. I'm chilling in the trailer with Fredro Star, Sticky Fingers. Uh, what was his name? Sunsea. What was his name? What was the third? I forgot the third member name. And like, I'm really hanging out with Onyx right now. So as I'm hanging out with Onyx, I'm like, yo, like this shit is history in the making. Like, I can really sit here and say, yo, I'm in an Onyx video. Like, I can really show this work. And like, me and Courtney, we be, we we play rifles together. And yeah, Sun C, yeah, Sunny C. So I'm like, yo, this shit was. This shit was dope. Like, this was fun. And then, ever since I got hooked onto it, it was just a rap. Like, I, right, I'm in the Onyx video. I'm in the Carrera's One video. I'm in Just video. Then, Just introduced, then Just brought me to the Big Pun. It's so hard video shoot. I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. So, that's how you got hooked? That's how, I always been a music, I always been a music baby. So, my father, all right, that so I always tell pops. people, yeah. <laughs> My father put the music to my ear, just put me to the music industry. You know? So it was like, my father was playing music like James Brown and Whitney Houston. Yeah, good stereo system. Yeah, like my pop stereo system game was tight. Like, I'm going to let a cat out the bag. Nigga, Corbin used to steal my pop CDs. That's how tight my Corbin. pops. Corbin strikes again. My pops. My pop CDs. My pop CD rat and stereo system. You know, old school always had a good stereo system. Yo, like stereo system. My pops spent like a good seven seven hundred <laughs> on it. Cause I remember it was like he had two speakers. Then he had this other speaker with this other speaker. I'm like, Daddy, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? <laughs> and then I just remember turning up the volume and learning the troubles in the bass. And I'm just like, hold on. First song I fell in love with, Naughty by Nature, Hip Hop Array. Oh, shit. that was my song. Going that on. was it. <laughs> Once I heard that, I was in my walker with it. Like, I'm in my walker. And he'll, I'll get to the stereo and he'll press the button. It'll go off and I'll just start going crazy. But that was it for me, though. Like, that was my whole niche. Like, that's how I fell in love with everything. Like, that was the whole niche of it. Like, that was the whole niche. Then I remember, like, main DJ. Like, I remember everything. Like, it was just... Just in case. Oh, Wow. Yo, so May's intro. So, yo, so Nate, hold on. Before we get into that, yo, Nate, can you explain why you always say DJ Nice always play Jaheem just in case? Can you just give me? Oh yeah, I'm sitting next to him. He gonna hit me. No, no, nah, nah, you be alright. So, all right. Funny fact about DJ Nice, Main has always been the DJ we bring to any event. Everybody know I always do events, so. When Maine sets up, I guess he's testing his equipment. Uh-huh. That's the first song you would hear, Justin Cakes. And he plays the whole song. And don't let him run it back if there's more people coming. That's that's where we got it from. So every time we see him, or if we walk in the spot and we hear the song, we like, oh, Maine DJing right now. Gotta get the levels right. <laughs> Yo, he plays the entire the song. The entire song. Like, if you miss 
apart, trust me, you're going to get a chance to say it again. Y'all going to learn to appreciate that one day. No, we do, though. No, we do. We do. We appreciate so is it you. about the levels or are you sending somebody a message? Just in case you don't mm. make it home. Nah, it's about the levels. It's I think he's sending a message. Oh. Me too, because I'm I don't know what level I'm just, just in case he don't make it home tonight. <laughs> I make it home every night. At what time? <laughs> a respectable time. What's respectable? When he gets there. No. <laughs> if he's not sleeping. The sun got... Oh, they got jokes. Yes. They got jokes. Just to let the sun beat you. What right? is a respectable time to come home if you're, if you're with someone? Uh, depends on what arrangement you guys have. What's respectable to one might not be respectable I to another. I dated a guy who one time told me after 12 is considered the next day. Like, oh, that's considered all night. That's a curfew. That's, he, that's not true. Respectfully, he has a point. You are coming home the next day. Um, respectfully, we ain't discussed that. So, And also, I'm a grown-ass woman with no ring on my finger. I'm not saying don't disagree with him. I'm just saying what he said was true. You're coming home the next day. He said he considers that all night. Yeah, because you came home the next day. Bruh, if I left at 8 and I come back after midnight. that's You the still thing. came home the next day. You left on the We 10, in New York. I didn't get started until after midnight. Just saying. Only thing that's open that late is what? Especially now during the pandemic is what? What? Legs and hotels. Because ain't nothing open after 11 o'clock. That's not right true. Now. That is not true. No, right now, after the 17th, things are going to be open past me. That's right? not but true. But right now? The 24-hour bodegas be open, too. Thank you. Thank Hollis you. Deli. Hollis Deli. They're getting their <laughs> snacks before they go to the hotel. So you no. know about that? I used to. Okay. <laughs> Okay. But 12 o'clock, you can't tell. <laughs> I used to. 12 o'clock, being home at 12 o'clock. What? Right currently? Now? You wouldn't, you wouldn't tell your... If you're living with your mate or even be home by 12 o'clock, that's not... No, 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 no. I don't think that's um, ideal or... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Realistic. It's I don't not think it's realistic. realistic. Not in New York. Not that's in New York, the, it's That's not. the reason why I said depends on... What y'all could come up to, I mean, come up with together. Because you're right, in New York, most clubs, beyond the pandemic, most clubs in that four. Exactly. You might go to the diner afterwards. Exactly. So you're really not getting home until the sun come up. Listen. Yeah, in Atlanta, not. In Atlanta, Georgia, we say this. After 3 a.m., only thing that's open is Waffle House and Legs. So you in between <laughs> the two. What you doing? You getting some uh, All-Star or you open up them All-Stars? You feel me? And that's it. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> I know in New York, it's plenty of things. To see, in New York, it's plenty of things to do after hours. Like it's it's, it's yeah. really a whole other side of, of the world that you really don't know about. It's a gambling spot. It's a mm-hmm. undercover show palace. I think don't open up until what time? Correct. That's another strip. Mm-hmm. That's not even. I don't even call that a strip club. That's that a tease club. I'm about at to what? say that's twelve not really two. Right. See, that opens up late, and yeah. then they close at what seven in the morning. Yeah, something like Damn. that. Damn, exactly. Yeah. I remember I getting home at like six six thirty a.m. Nah, no, no, no strip clubs in New York come with breakfast. That's down south. Yeah. You closing at seven in the come morning? Come to Atlanta, Georgia. You could definitely get you. They serve breakfast. They be having hot wings. Nah, we don't serve breakfast, but we serve they got food. Wings. Like you get lamb chops, you get wings, you get shrimp and fries, you get you know. What strip club? No, is? They it's serve lamb. Yeah, yeah. What? Down south. Yeah, come to Atlanta. You been to one? Come to Atlanta. You definitely eat good. Yeah. If you go to Miami, yeah. if you go to Tootsie, you get a lobster tail, fry, you get the fried rice. Like in the South, we they cater different food. Why I say why I say we in Atlanta is because why I paid my first bill was in Atlanta. Like I never paid the bill in New York City. Like I can never say say yeah I paid rent in New York. I'll be lying to you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say Atlanta is what raised me because to figure out on your own and oh, know yeah. you got responsibilities. You got responsibilities. You know. So you could get shrimp and lobster yes. <laughs> and watch somebody swing on the pole. Oh, yeah. You could definitely go to the club and In watch New York, we got hot wings. No, nah, y'all don't got real hot wings. Yes, 
Y'all got Buffalo Wild Wings. That ain't shit. No, and the strip club What was the strip club that we had them wings? Perfections. Perfections had some good wings. I can't lie. Remember Listen, that? Don't, don't remember play. our birthday party, Nate? Yep. Perfections, perfections is what, perfections <laughs> got me, and I don't want to say it got, it got me in trouble because I got robbed at Perfections and robbed. I have, yeah, yeah like one night right up the block. Right up the block. Wow. Wow. So it's dark blocks over there. Yeah, it is. But like, we catch somebody sleeping. I'll never forget. Bro, I'll never forget. To this day, like, I'll never forget. But, I mean, it was a, le- it was a lesson learned, and mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know? It is, you know, how I, I got robbed when I was at the um, Q Club. Yeah. That's why I don't wear jewelry. People, see, and this is, oh, here's another perception. People, a lot of people think that when I got into church and everything, mm-hmm. oh, she stopped wearing jewelry and stuff. That had nothing to do with it. I was in the Q Club. I ain't have no business being in there, mm-hmm. hanging out. And you know where the trestle is? Where yeah. I had my car parked. I had to it's walk under there and mm-hmm. buy archer and, mm-hmm. and and I got robbed. I had to take off my chains, my jewelry, me and my girlfriends. They robbed us. That's why I don't I That's don't crazy. do the jewelry wow. thing anymore. Not because oh it's the church. No, 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 no. Had nothing to do with that. I, mean, I was in the Q Club and I got robbed. I mean I had to respect it because I was the guy who was on both sides of the gun. I'm gonna be real honest about it. I, I, I had to respect it. Like you gotta understand a jux is a jux. If you understand the line of the jux, you gotta respect it. You're going to be on both sides. You can be behind the gun or you can be in front of the gun. And when I was in front of the gun, I had to, you know what? Lord, you, you, this is my lesson. I respect it. <laughs> I respected the jokes. Hey, yo, give me everything. All right, cool. Here you go. Then I'm like, these niggas are not as brothers as I thought they were. I'm like, how y'all niggas is wrong with y'all dropping everything at the same time? <laughs> 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 so it's like, all right, cool. But I mean, it is what it is, though. You know, you live and you learn. I was young, had fun, and it is what it is. But I can honestly sit here and say, "Hey, you live and you learn." And I and I take I take the good with the bad any day. I never understand what you're saying with your risk and the things you didn't do because there was a lot of you know. I took risks. I told you. I I would like to. I would like to know one risk. Sneak up to Hollis Avenue. No, no. Besides that type of risk, I like to know a good risk. What's what's your risk? Uh, One. uh, Listen, you know how I play, Auntie. I need to know a good risk that you took. Like, all right, listen. I cut off the. Take take one out the bag that nobody know. I need. I need one out the bag. I need one. At least one. That's it. A good risk that I took. A good one that you took. Oh, I know. Okay. In my. Dating, being with someone. Okay. The person was a drug dealer. Okay. We were on I-95 driving to um, Virginia. He was out of town. Okay. Wow. And we got pulled over by the police. Okay. And me, I started panicking and the person, the people in the car told me to calm down. Okay. But they clicking and cocking guns. <laughs> wow. But the, but the cop. I'm telling you, and this is how you know God's hand is on you. He said, he shined it like he says, everybody okay in the car? I said, yes, why? What's wrong? He said, the car is swerving. I want to make sure you're not falling asleep. Wow. And I said, no, no, we good, we good. I said, I was trying to make sure I wasn't getting off the wrong exit. He said, okay, y'all be safe. And he went back in his car. Wow. Mind you, even when we got to where we were at in Virginia. Correct. Okay, because that was my first time even finding out they even had guns in the car. Okay, but when we got to Virginia, that's when I found out that the drugs was in the of car, course, the course, money was in the car. And, and guess what? There was a secret compartment in the car that I didn't even know when you pressed the button and folded down, the money was there. Yeah, I know about that. And we had, uh, um, where we stayed, 
like two doors down was the cash house, and that was my first time ever experiencing um, money machines, mm. running the money through the machine. Mm-hmm. Most definitely can't count them through your fingers that night. And I came home, and I played like the innocent little Miss that you ever see. How you doing, Grand? My trip was nice. But I'm telling you, that was my first experience really with, with, with in that type of lifestyle. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. And, and, and my child was two years old. I went to get her and everything. And I was like, thank God. Like, I couldn't you believe it. That, that I made it back home. But just, I was, I, and I was fascinated because I was like, they got money counting. Y'all got money in the cabinets? Yeah. Wait a minute. Who live here? They said the money. I was like. Because a, a lot of people don't know, like, living in the South. Surprised. You got to understand. While I, while I really love this stuff and I respect it, they gotta get it out the mud. Mm-hmm. It's it's you gotta understand for us living in the city, we could go to Brooklyn. That's a ten minute, fifteen minute trip. Living in the South, 20, 25 minutes. You gotta go to the other side of town to go get some money. So think about you busting jugs all day long. You and your your ride and shit. Hey, bro, I'm gonna pull up on you right now, bro. How long we gonna take it, bro? About like 15, 20 minutes, real quick. All right, bro, I'm, I'm gonna see you. You gotta go get it. So that's why I respect people from the South. Like, they jug is different from our jug. Our jug is, pull up on me. Where you at? I'm in the Chinese store. Bet. Mind you, you come out your building, you come out your house. Chinese store right there on the corner. Two blocks over. That ain't nothing. So that's why us getting it, I never said it was a slap on the wrist. It was more like, we spoil you. Like, we can go downstairs and bust a cell. Boom, I'm going to go back upstairs. I ain't tripping. Mm-hmm. These niggas got to, like, really go drive 20 minutes for a... Bro, how much you picking up? Shit, I'm just about to put it like $40, $50 real quick. you like, damn. Damn. <laughs> I just went downstairs and just caught one for $40, $50. i am going back upstairs. You telling me I got to go drive on the other side of town just for a $40, $50, t- $40, $50 tab, bro? I quit. You can't quit when you, know. when you, when you hustle. <laughs> you can't. Ain't no, ain't, no, ain't no quit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no quitting, but mm-hmm. everybody got experience of being around some shit. Everybody. Yeah, come on, I want to hear one. What you got? What a risk that I'll take it. Let's let's hear. I it. ain't got nothing. Let's I don't. I'm a, I'm good. I don't take risks like that. Wow. I have experience in what and that was going because you know I grew up around that type of stuff. I mean, so but then that means you, you took, took the, the risk. You took the risk. I mean, it was one time I woke up with a gun bullets is flying through the window. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was taking a nap in my living room. Mm-hmm. I get up, bullets is flying. Brother had to knock my head back down into the couch. What? Yeah. We've experienced all that. People don't know. Owned it? I had, yeah. We had people. My nephew ran in the house. To, they shot me. They shot oh, me. Yeah. We've we been through mm-hmm. all that. We didn't hit me yet. Trust We've me, that house is well that. known. We've been. Wow. Yeah. Stuff got to be been, thrown in the toilet, all that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man? Seen, <laughs> seen a lot. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my crazy experience uh, stemmed from, uh, I was at uh, Hollis Deli, actually. Hollis Deli. So basically, you was around the corner from where we at right now. Right around the corner from where we at. Hollis Deli, get into it with some cat. Why did you get into it? You know, ego. Ego shit, real ego shit. People talk smack, you know, ego, exchange words. Dude walked off, hit my car, got in his car. Like, kicked my car. What? So, you know, now my chest poked out. I start chasing a dude through St. Albans. In my car. Oh, in the car. In my car, I'm chasing him through, right? And I never forget it. It was like, uh, what street was that? Maybe. 201st, 200, Murdoch. Wrong area you should have been in. Right? I mean, mind you, mind you everybody, he's from Southside Jamaica. Hold up, hold up. But it's right <laughs> up the block from Hollis Deli. I, I mean, you know, so it's not, I'm in the same neighborhood. I never forget, dude mm-hmm. on the corner had a hood. He pull out. Mm. Bam, bam, bam at the car. I'm like, 
motherfucker let me right into ambush. Like, right into ambush. Good Damn. thing he had a bad shot. You know what I mean? Because who knows where I'll be. But, um, you know, look. Look how it comes full circle. That was, up until that point, I used to go to church to pick up the V. You know what I mean? I'll go to church, meet my aunt, pick up a V, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I have to take Shanae and Saisha to get their nails done and shit before I could go and run the streets. Hold, hold, so you're telling me that you was a van, you was a driver, nigga? Yo, he was yeah, always yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I didn't Why have, did you take them, nigga? Y'all supposed to be in church. Why the hell y'all getting your nails listen, done? you had to do what you had to do to get the V. But, so I would, respectfully, up until that point, I would go to church to get the V. <laughs> and what I liked yo. about the pastor, then she would be like, yo, I know you come here to get the car. Every once in a while, come in, stay for a service. So I respected that. So after that morning when that happened, I went to church. It was a Sunday morning. I remember like it was just, I went to church. I've been in church every Sunday since then, bro. Because I'm like, yo, he spared me. Like, I was young, dumb, naive, egotistical, not knowing that, all right, you chasing somebody. You ain't got it on you. What the fuck are you chasing? What for? kind of sandwich was you getting from the store? I don't even remember. I just <laughs> you remember get the iced tea, there. the half and half. Yo, you always get the half and half, but I didn't get Shout it. Shout out to Hollis Deli. I might have to get one tonight. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Yeah, so, Did um, you eat the sandwich? That, that was crazy. <laughs> I ain't eat nothing that night. I was too shook. Never been shot at before. <laughs> that was a trip. <laughs> Never been shot at before. <laughs> I mean, Nate. So, so what you gotta tell us, Nate? Like, I know you got a story. You gotta give us one. Just give us one out the bag. Just one. Just I like one. The shambles. Nah. Um. The funny thing is, you wouldn't even think I'd be in stuff because I grew up... Well, I kind of grew up in a church, like, you know? So I always look like the innocent one because everybody know my family comes from church. So, yeah. But, um, honestly, one risk I took was, like, my mom, she used to always work hard, go to school and all that. So I was actually, in the beginning, always with my grandparents. So I used to always feel like I could get over my grandparents and do stuff, go outside, do whatever. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I just got to a point where I'm grown. Like, they ain't going to chase me. My grandfather probably watching the game. At the time, my grandmother used to drink a little wine, a beer. She mm-hmm. lit, so she ain't think about me. Mm-hmm. And I went outside, <laughs> walked all the way to Sufton, wow. 109. You know, and I where used were you to... walking from? <sighs> all right, back then, I used to either be Omeric 118 or, Damn, that's a long walk. or <laughs> if I wasn't at my grandparents' house, I'd be walking from Rochdale. Yo, still right. a long walk. Hold that's... on, before she finishes the story, <laughs> if you know where American 118 is at, and if you know where Rochdale is at, and she's walking to something and 109, and 109, bro, she done walked through like three hoods. Yeah, trooping it, female Dolo. I didn't care. I was good where I had to go. I thought it was grown. I didn't have a car. I was like 15, 16. Or whatever, and um, I was being fresh, going to chase, you know, nigga, yeah, answer my call. I ain't care about no cab. When you mad and you 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 doing something, anybody that knows me. But at that time, you gotta understand that te- at them eras, life was good. You wasn't it was. you, you, you had to worry you about walk. life. Yeah. And every neighborhood that you walked through, you knew people. Exactly. Somebody knew somebody. So you knew people was like yo, I see exactly. 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 Back then, I, I you know, had like at least, at least two or three houses you could run to, like just in case shit went left. that didn't fly yeah, exactly because like we here right now in mm-hmm. Hollis okay mm-hmm. 
And this is definitely not my side we, of town. We used to hang on the south side. Right. We had a party That's thinking we were going to be neutral. And the party was on so call, like Farmers and Linden. Yeah, that go left. And we invited Southside. And we invited right. Howard's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, forgive me. This See, if you know the history of the church. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, let me yeah, tell you something. My yeah. mom had to pay for I'm, the I'm glass be honest. windows. When you, come from South, when you from South Jamaica, Queens, we, we play this game where it's like, yo, y'all already know how we are. Y'all already know how we come to play. Like... We come to rob, take, and see what we want. We gonna give. You got the girl that we want. We gonna take her too. Mm-hmm. So, respectfully, when you used to tell girls, yo, or dudes, yo, I'm from Southside, they look at you like you crazy. Like, my nigga, I'm from South Jamaica, Queens. They like, hold up, for real. And it's like, yeah, nigga, what you mean, for real? So it's like, all right, I can't draw the line with him because he, he might go too left, and then because we gonna take it there because we don't care. Like, and the reason why I say we don't care because it's like. Southside, we always got the shitty end of the stick. Being that we ain't have good, we ain't have the good green grass and the big backyard. Like everybody in Hollis and Laurelton and Cambria Heights and oh, Springfield yeah. called it the suburbs. Yeah, over they, they, this was more the suburbs. So it's like shit. Coming from South Jamaica, mm-hmm. we bunched up. <laughs> we don't fight each other, but shit, you come on this side of town, we gonna take what you got. Mm-hmm. You better be easy on how you come over here. So. We always had a chip on our shoulder, and we felt like we had to prove. So, shit, when we, once we got the chance in that window, we took full advantage. Shit, you guys, my man right here from junior high school, we took full advantage. Yo, what's up? Yo. And that's true. Even if you look at the bus terminal, Jamaica bus terminal, if you yeah. from Hollis, yeah. yeah. the Q2 and all this you stuff. You got on the Q2. We used to, on, I got the, the blue line. Bus, yeah, right? the green bus line. Yeah, we were the green bus line. The brown. The blue bus line. So, shit that we used to do, we used to go fight up in the Coliseum. Yeah, we used to fight up in the Coliseum. Yeah, we used to fight up in the Coliseum. Yeah, we down. We used to pull the emergency brake. Or hop through the back window. We're going to shut the bus down. Yo, everybody know who need to get off this bus right now? Get off. If you want to fight, Y'all know what's gonna happen. We're gonna fight you on the bus or you gonna fight if you get off this bus. Mm-hmm. Niggas is like, yo, these niggas is wild. Smith, like, so we always had a chip on our shoulder. Like, like junior high school, we had a chip on our shoulder. Like, well, we I right, so we went to a junior high school to 26. Mm-hmm. Mind you, 26 had B for 202, 210. So you had to pass 26 to go home. So what we would do, you know what I'm saying? We used to jump on the bus. And when we jumped on the bus, we'd pull that emergency brake. Once you pull that emergency brake, the bus shuts Stop. down. It's completely over. Yo, we pulling that break on. Our school's over. 121? 122. Mind you, you had to get from 122 to across the bridge. Mind you, across the bridge is the Van Wick. You don't... Nigga, that's about like 11 blocks. We pulling the break on 123rd. Walk. <laughs> Mind you, everybody in the hood is already outside, and everybody's on each block. We used to have a setup where... You gonna you think you about to fight one group? Nigga, you got like sixteen crews. You gotta fight. So we pull a break. Boom, get off the bus. Nah, we not getting off the bus. We catch out tomorrow. Ain't no catching us tomorrow, bro. If y'all gonna catch us tomorrow, you gonna catch us tomorrow morning. Like it used to really be like that. Man, I never forget one time. Niggas pull a break. Boom. He was like, I don't want to get off the bus. <laughs> to this day, he could witness. He's like, right, y'all want to get off the bus? We whooping everybody else that's on this bus. From the front of the from the front of the bus to the back of the bus, we beat it. We fought everybody, and every day and every day it went on because it's like yo, we felt like we had a point to prove. Because I felt like coming from South Jamaica it was more like you already had this image of us, so we're gonna paint this mm-hmm. image that you already have. We know we're gonna tell y'all like yo, ride the forty one. Like 
Y'all gonna walk four blocks and ride the forty one. Yeah. Like oh y'all gonna, like if you oh went to two hundred two hundred two ten, you gonna walk six blocks up just to catch the forty one to walk through the back blocks. <laughs> and then the older niggas who used to go to John Adams, they are not gonna bother you, so you don't gotta worry about. It. But these us junior high school, we gonna bother you. So ride the forty one. You ride that Q seven, you know it's gonna hit. What it's gonna hit on? Straight down Rockaway. Straight down Rockaway. Mind you, the bad part was this: once you pass us, you have to get the one three one. They waiting on you. And when they pull that fight, one three five. Then the bad part was when you get across the bridge. They waiting, so it's like, yo, go through the stones with us, because once you get through the stones with the niggas from one three one, it's like, yo, bro, like I really gotta go through one three one. Then I gotta get the one three five. Like, it used to be kids that used to be like, yo, ma, come get me. Like these niggas are bugging. Like I'm tired of them. Like I'm tired of them. Mind you, we used to just hang out. Go to the Chinese store. You used to get dollar fries. We used to get ketchup yeah, hot sauce. Ketchup barbecue sauce. Just yes. ketchup barbecue ketchup sauce. Yes. barbecue Then we used to pay the extra two dollars. We used to pay the extra dollar for the two chicken yes. the two chicken wings. Two chicken wings. Like yo, Kim. Remember we used to go to Kim. We used to go, yo, Kim, cut my chicken wings up. Chop yeah. it up. Like you Make used to do that. Like, those are the good old days. Like that's yes. what I used to yes. tell people. Like I used to tell people, like yo, bro, like this was zip growing up for us. Like, like I, re- I had a ball. Like. My junior high school, high school, like that was a ball. Like I would not trade that for the, for the world. Like I never forget the first day I cut school. In high school, that shit was like candy. That I'm was like, my life. My mom's, my pops at work. I could go to the crib and go sleep. <laughs> Lit. I never forget one day I heard, I see my mother and my father come home and work from early. <laughs> Mind you, they both had two cars, right? I see them. At this time, I call myself smoking weed. I'm high. I look out the window. Mind you, I'm high. I'm panicking. As I'm panicking, I'm like. Oh, shit, they're about to come in the house. I jump in the shower. I'm thinking, you know, that's going to cool me down. It intensified it. That shit boosted me up <laughs> 30 more levels. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm higher. Like, yes. what do I do? It's a Yo. Just set your ass to the moon. Yo, mm-hmm. send me to eyes red as hell. I'm like, I'm, I'm high. Sweet. I'm tripping. They switch cars and go have lunch. I'm like, yo. Mind you, I got my two homeboys in the house. My homeboy Christian and my homeboy Chris. My homeboy Chris lived in the Bronx at the time. Christian, he lived in the back streets. He was on the other side of the bridge. And mind you, at this time, I'm on 143. He like on 133. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas gotta leave. Like, if my mom and my pops come here, bro, y'all niggas gotta leave. I had these niggas in my closet. Mind you, my closet was like, probably like, from here to there. Like, it was small. Like, it niggas was, was like this. I'm like, yo, y'all gotta leave, bro. I can't do this. Next day, I threw a cut party. I, I was the one who low-key introduced cutting to a lot of people in high school. Because my crib, I knew mm-hmm. what time my parents came home. My mom's coming home like around four. My pop's coming home like around five. So I knew by one o'clock come, I used to, I used to kick things out at a certain time. Like, all right, two o'clock come, everybody out. I'm not going to play at the three o'clock. Just in case, my, what if my mom don't feel good or my pops don't feel good? Two o'clock come, got to go. I used to do hooky parties too. See? That's what I'm saying. I went to my friend's hooky party. He got mad at me because his parents came home and I went through the front door. He was like, everybody through the back door. I didn't come through the back door. I'm oh, leaving out the front. Really? That, that, that was a respect. Troublesome. That was a respect. That was a respect. OD. I, I, no, I didn't like come that? up in the end through the back door. I walked out the front door. I, I said hello. Jammed up in the house? Nah, you? I used to cut I got class up in the house. spades in the lunch yeah. all day. Wahoo. Went to see a little shorty. As y'all, you, know, you know, somebody come. Which way I go out? Go out to the back door. I'm about to leave, get to the front door. Mom coming in the gate, run to the back door. Yo, it's one of those damn locks that you need a key. 
Oh, right now, how big? It's a it's a damn gate. It's a door on the crib. Oh, the gate door. You need a key to get out. Well, you stuck. Well, she set you I'm up for stuck. failure. You should have laid low on the ground or no, something. I mean, I had to go past mom. Get under the bed. <laughs> no, I, mom already saw me. You mean get under the bed? Tell her you was helping her uh, take out yeah. the trash. <laughs> Never spoke to her again. Leave what out the door. You, you said when mom seen me. I ain't say nothing. She was just like, get him out there. Get him out the house. So, all right. Damn. I'm out. Damn. She lived right up the block from Sea Town too. Right over there by where you used to live. Wow. One, four, three, yeah. That's crazy. Never saw her again. So, Nay, what happened with you uh, trooping it from one eighteenth always to one o nine? I thought I was in the clear. Okay. Some best friend. So I, I walked all the way over there, Sufton. Anybody that know me know, you know, my brother and all of them from Sufton. So I tried to lay low from them because I was messing with somebody over there nobody really knew about. Okay. Mind you, I'm like 15, 16. So in my head, I'm like, my grandparents not thinking about me. My mother's in school. I'm going to run out and do whatever. Long story short, I always used to tell her I'm either at my best friend's house. Oh, I'm at Mocha. Oh, I'm over here with my god sister. I used to always lie. Like, I'm with somebody. So mm-hmm. I'll call them. Like, if mommy call, you know what to say. You know what I'm doing, right? They're like, yeah, I got you. I got you. And so I went somewhere else with this guy I was messing with. Long story short, they raided the house. Oh, wow. Man. In my head, I'm like, oh, my God. My mother's going to kill me. I get arrested and everything. I was so scared to call my mother. I was in bookings looking stupid. I was like, I'm not calling her. I'm not calling her. Did you get not your picture her. taken? Yeah, I did. Did they give you an orange I, and a piece of bread? No, I got... So, I was like, the the, the, the cops was like, they was like, you know what you're doing over here? You didn't know? And I was like, oh, I was looking for my friend. I was like, I was just making up dumb lies, but I had to call my godmother to come get me, long story short. But that didn't happen to the next day. So... All right, my mom is already looking for me. My grandparents is like, well, how the hell she get out the house? I used to jump out the window sometimes. So yeah, I never did that. I used to do like stuff, but it's like they wouldn't know, and it was a struggle. But I used to do it, and after that, I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I need to just slow my behind down. And even though I grew up in church, I didn't really go by that church life. That's why when he was talking about being in church stuff, like I'm the definition of yeah, I go to church, but I'll fight you, I'll do whatever, I'll curse. I don't went away, Man. came back with tattoos. Like I don't did everything, Plenty and I didn't care Sundays who. With I didn't care who judged me. I didn't care what I was wearing. I was sne- sneakers, jeans. It was just like all right, I loved coming to church, mm. but I still did my thing. That's why he was like, "Yo, she in the streets, just like me." We, me and like BM is kind of the same. Like I went to church, but. It didn't phase me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the older I got, I started to understand. But when I used to be younger, I used to want to go out there. I wanted to do things. But when I got arrested, I was like, yo, God. All right, how I'm doing this? Can, Aunt Stella, can I dance? Like, that's how it started getting. Like, my main said, once you get caught up, you want to be in church all the time. I'm back to teacher dance now. Now let me humble myself. Because it was like, it could have went worse. Like, they could have shot up the house. They could. And mind you, I'm only like 15, 16. And the guy I'm with is like 20, 21. And the other guys is like 28. Hold on, hold on, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. You can't just pass that. You're right, 16. I'm just keep going. Like, and he's 20, 21. I'm just saying, like. Wow. When you, you know. All right, because, you know, I, I mean, I look my age, I guess, but, you know, when I'm around that age, I used to drive, I used to steal my cousin's car, I used to think I'm grown, so, you, you know. You knew his age? Yeah, I knew his age. Did he know yours? He did, I'm not going to lie about it. Oh, man. He's not going to lie, down. but it's like, I, we was cool at that, so it was just like, all right. Did he but buy we, you gifts and stick his chest out? Yeah, he did. Okay. Full he did. circle. Talker. Body. He did. I ain't gonna lie. And it was not to be funny. When I'm young, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like, oh, I got, I got four pair of Jordans in one day. Mind like, you, this at this is time, cute. she's just saying this is nice. Yeah, because exactly. I'm not thinking, like, I'm young. I'm not thinking about it. But then when I start touching paper on my own, it was like, 
boy, these sneakers is only $100. I could do this myself. Like, things change as I got older. Like I said, when you get older, you start realizing, like, I don't need a man to buy a car. I don't need you to... I mean, nowadays, guys be playing broke like they can't pay rent, so I definitely don't need you to pay my rent. Like, things change, but... Yeah, that was like the worst day of my life because I was like, what happens if I don't get out of jail? What happens if they're going to charge you with guns? My mother's going to kill me. I was like, I'm supposed to be this little cute, innocent girl with the long hair. And now it's like, oh, you you in the hood. That, that was my first time ever getting handcuffs on me. I was so scared. Then I got used to it. You had to sell for bracelets? She got, got used, used to it. To it. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to call my mom this time. She got to go get me. I was scared from seeing calling her or my aunt because my aunt, no, leave it, leave it there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm nervous. <laughs> um, no, I can't leave there. Can't leave there. I mean, it's a lesson learned. Like, my mom raised me by herself, so more or less, she wanted me to learn the hard way. She learned, like, she... Your mom's raised by yourself? My mother raised me by myself, and my mother was just as hood as me. Shout out to all the single moms doing it. Definitely shout out to the single moms. Shout out, shout, shout out. Shout out, I mean, you know, you got, you got help, like, not to lie, miss, you know, y'all say Miss Annette, but that's like my other mother, too. She took me yeah. in a lot of times. Even times I'm ready to fight, she used to be like, uh... No, Laha. Yeah, because I, I, I honestly bring I heard about here. you too. Oh, 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 I heard about oh, you in the church. I heard you I was said more she like used the to show with a scarf. Yeah, on. I heard. I heard you was more like the Floyd Mayweather, like you was undefeated. Mm-hmm. Like, plenty uh, of times. Like, yeah. I heard you was more plenty like of the, times the, I would see her show with her Floyd scarf Mayweather. on. She'd be like, "Hey, Fee," I'd be like, "Hey, Nay." Yeah, like just I stay out her way because I already know. Yeah, like I really heard you was the Floyd Mayweather. Like, yo, you really like get busy. It's not that. I was very innocent. Thank you. It's That's not, a lie, it's, not, it's that. Because this is how I was raised. Like, my mom, if you, y'all all know my mom. So it's like, she's so humble. But growing up, my mother, she'll, she'll get busy. Like, she tore my behind up one time. So it's like, growing up, I used to be in the Bronx, in the projects, then being in the hood, then being around family. I used to fight my family. Like, you're not going to talk to me crazy. And then coming into church, it was different for me. Because I realized, like, oh, people would talk in the church, but they're not going to fight. And I'm like, wait, what is this supposed to do? My favorite they're line used to be like, fight me. Yeah, and it's like, it's crazy. And it's like, if it's people I care about and love, I'm going to want to fight for them. So it's not less It's not less me being mad all the time. It's just like, oh, you said something to my, my cousin. Like, once once we become family, that's it. That if somebody say something to UBM or fear, anybody, y'all already know. What she say? That's my favorite. I want to make sure I heard what I heard. What you say? And it's plenty of times, like, me and Fia done got into fights. And Walmart, everything, Fia's calm. I'm like, wait, what she say? And it's like, it's a whole different level. Like, that's just me. And I realized, like, okay, I'm this way because in the street, outside, I'm going to have to fight. In the church, inside, I'm going to have to fight. That was my, my mind frame. As I got older, I'm like, all right, these people ain't about to... You know, right. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get in trouble, but they're not about that life. No, I respect it, but it wasn't necessarily me doing it on purpose. It was mm-hmm. just growing up, and I always felt like I had to defend myself. Not yeah. saying it was somebody else; it mm-hmm. was my own personal issue. Like I always had an attitude problem, so anybody knew me from young. Mm-hmm. My attitude used to be worse than what it is. Like the disrespect, everything. Like you know, you change as you get older, but I wasn't so much of I'm just gonna fight you just to fight you. Mm-hmm. I really just you do something to me. That's it. Nah, I mean I respect it. That's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't take no we don't take no bullshit. But I'm not gonna sit here in front. I definitely appreciate you guys jumping on my episode three, season one, streets is watching. You know what I'm saying? My family and friends. I I'm 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 happy to have you guys here. So we gotta give just give it up one time. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. But I do wanna say this. This is I am just God, streets is watching. Volume 1, Episode 3. I got my family and friends here with me. We're about to log off, and we're doing it just like this. Mommy, Daddy, I love you. Rest in peace. And love we're doing you, Mama this. T, Uncle E. All right. One.